Let somebody shout hallelujah. Let somebody shout hallelujah. If you are happy to be among the living this morning, shout hallelujah. I want us to lift up our voice and begin to worship the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Let's begin to give him praise. Let's give him honor. Let's give him adoration. He is our Savior. He is our Father. And he is our Maker. Father, we worship you this morning. We thank you and we give you all the glory. We give you all the honor. We thank you for your goodness in our lives. We thank you for your loving kindness over us. Father, we say be glorified and be exalted in the name of Jesus. For now allowing the plans and purpose of the enemy to come to pass over us. Lord, we worship you. Lord, we magnify your name this morning. We join the 24 elders and the innumerable companies of angels in heaven to say thank you, Jesus. We thank you for good health. We thank you for protection. We thank you for provision. We thank you for guiding us in all our ways. Glory be unto your name. Adoration be unto your name. In Jesus' mighty name we have worshipped. I want us to lift up our voice unto God this morning and say, Lord, I'm here again at your presence. Be merciful unto me. In the name of Jesus, Lord, this morning, let me receive your mercy. Let every member of my family receive your mercy. In the name of Jesus, in the journey of today, Lord, go with me by your mercy. In the mighty name of Jesus, if there's any sin in our lives that could end our prayers this morning, Lord, forgive us by your mercy. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to lift up your voice. You are going to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, by the power and the blood of Jesus, let me be purged and be cleansed this morning. In the name of Jesus, let every satanic marks be removed from my life by the blood of Jesus. Open your mouth, open your mouth. This morning we have bought every agenda of the enemy against our lives in the name of Jesus. By the power and the blood of Jesus. The book of Hebrews chapter 12 verse 24. The Bible said the blood of Jesus speaks better things than the blood of Abel. Lord, as we go in the journey of today, let your blood speak for our justification. Let your blood speak for our favor. Let your blood speak for our healing. In the name of Jesus, let your blood even speak against our enemies. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to lift up your voice. You are going to cry unto God and say, Lord, in the journey of today, give me the grace to walk in your will. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. The grace to walk in your will, oh God. I want to do your will. I want to walk in your will. The grace to do your will. Lord, release it upon us. In the name of Jesus, every spirit of disobedience we bind and we cast you out. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to lift up your voice. We are going to cry unto God and say, Lord, let me be laminated by the fire of Holy Ghost. Against every satanic attack. Laminate my life. <laughs> Laminate my business. Laminate my family. With the fire of Holy Ghost. Against every satanic attack. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. 
Lord, as we go out in the journey today, let our lives be laminated by the fire of Holy Ghost. Makunda, Let your fire fall upon us this morning. In the name of Jesus, let the fire of Holy Ghost laminate our business. Let the fire of Holy Ghost laminate our family. Let the fire of Holy Ghost laminate our lives against any form of satanic attack. In the name of Jesus Christ, Holy Ghost fire, fill us and surround us. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to lift up your voice. You are going to crown to God and say, Lord, let every power that wants me to be put to shame, be put to shame. In the name of Jesus, I command every, I command shame on every power that want me to be put to shame in the journey of today. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. I command shame on every power. I command shame on every satanic agent that want my life to be put to shame in the journey of today. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth. I shall not be put to shame. My family will not know any shame in the journey of today. Every power that want to put me to shame, Lord, let your let let them be put to shame. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to lift up your voice. You're going to crown to God and say, Lord, today project my life into a new glory. Project my business into a level of a new glory. Project my family into a level of a new glory. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, project our family. Lord, project our business into a new level of glory. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth. Open your mouth. Lord, project my life. Project my career into a new level of glory. In the name of Jesus. Even as this month is about to round up, project us into a new level of glory. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to lift up your voice and say, Lord, as I go in the journey of the remaining days of this month, let me be exempted from every evil out there. I want you to know that if you are watching the news, you will discover that there is nothing good anymore. You know, every day they keep telling us this is a new discovery of COVID-19. This is a new discovery of what is going on. But there's something that is that we, 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 can, we can be assured of as children of God. God is on our side. And the Bible says, as mountains surround Jerusalem, that is how God surrounds his people. I want you to lift up your voice and say in the name of Jesus, no matter how evil may be happening in the world, I shall be exempted. In the name of Jesus, my family will be exempted from all evil, from all danger in the, in the world. In the name of Jesus, the grace for exemption. Open your mouth, open your mouth. The grace for exemption. From every evil, from every danger, let it rest upon me and my family. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Makuda Sidikapolia. The grace for exemption from danger, from death, from accident, from COVID-19, from all evil out there. The grace for exemption. Release it upon us. In the name of Jesus, we shall not be partakers of the evil out there. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. In the book of Isaiah chapter 9 verse 2, the Bible said, The people that walked in darkness have seen a great light. They that dwell in the land of the shadow of death, upon them 
as the light shine. I want us to take this one more prayer point before we go into the world. We are going to cry unto God and say, Lord, let there be light in my life. In the name of Jesus. And let darkness be cast out. Cast out darkness out of my family. Cast out darkness out of the journal today. Cast out darkness out of my home. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. As we go out today, we command your light to shine upon us. In the name of Jesus, let every works of darkness be destroyed. Let darkness be exposed. In the name of Jesus Christ. Father Lord, we pray that you will cast out darkness out of our homes, out of our business, out of the journal today. In the name of Jesus, Lord, as we go, let your light shine upon us for protection, for illumination, and for guidance. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Almighty Father, we thank you, we worship you this morning because we know that you have answered us. Lord, as we go in the journey of this new week, let your presence go with us. In the name of Jesus, let your light shine upon us. In the mighty name of Jesus, anywhere darkness may be hiding, Lord, expose and expel darkness out of our lives. In the name of Jesus, we pray that you will laminate our life by the fire of Holy Ghost against every satanic attack in this week. In the name of Jesus, let us receive new fire. Let new fire be released upon us. Let new grace be released upon us. Let new anointing be released upon us for the journey of this week. In the name of Jesus, the grace for exemption from all evil and from all danger, let it come upon us this morning. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Very, very quickly, I want us to open our Bible to the book of Jonah chapter 3 as we continue with our series. We took a break last week, but we are going to continue again this week. Jonah chapter 3. I want to read from verse 1 to verse 4. The Bible says, Now the word of the Lord came to Jonah the second time. You know, the, 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 the second time here is talking about second chance that God gave to Jonah. Second opportunity that God gave to Jonah. I want to pray for somebody this morning. No matter what you might have lost the first time, God will give you a second chance. In the name of Jesus, I said God will give you a second chance to make up for all your previous losses. In the name of Jesus Christ. So don't give up on yourself. Don't say it is over with me. Don't say I don't think I can ever rise again. No, you can rise again. I say you can rise again. You can have a bounce back. Don't just say, well, the year is over and there's nothing I can do anymore. No, there is still something you can do. I want to tell you there is still benefit. There is still goodness. There is still blessing. There is still bless benefit for you in this year. Even for you in this month of November that is about to end. The Bible says God gave Jonah second chance. And look at verse 2. Arise. This is God speaking to Jonah. Go to Nineveh. That great city, look at that, that great city, and preach to it the message that I tell you. So Jonah arose and went to Nineveh according to the word of the Lord. I pray for each and every one of us that from this morning henceforth, the grace to be obedient to the word of God, God will release it upon us. In the name of Jesus, 
And this morning I pray that the spirit of disobedience, God will cast it out of our lives. In the name of Jesus. The Bible says, you know, it's the second time when God spoke to Jonah. Jonah did not argue with God. You know, Jonah did not even waste time like he did the first time. There was a prompt obedience to the message that God gave to him. And look at us, look at look at look at us uh, four. And Jonah began to enter the city on the first day's walk. It was a walk. <laughs> it was a walk. But Jonah kept going. He wasn't discouraged anymore because he knew that it was God that sent him. And the God that sent him will back him up. I want you to know that whatever God has called you to do, don't be afraid to do it. If it's the one that sent you, he will back you up. I say we back you up. So why are you afraid? As if you are going by your own strength. Jonah knew that God will back him up. And he went with boldness. He was going. And the Bible says he entered into the city on the first day's walk. On the first day's walk. Then he cried out. And said, yet 40 days and Nineveh shall be overthrown. He cried out to that city. This morning, by the grace of God, I want to exhort us very briefly on what I've titled my commitment to my life mission. My commitment to my life mission. I want us to know that there is a mission that God wants us to fulfill like the mission he gave to Jonah. Because God knew that the city of Nineveh needs somebody to cry out unto them. And that's why God was after Jonah, so that Jonah can be the mouthpiece of God to deliver God's message to the city of Nineveh. Because without that, that city was heading towards their destructions. The Bible, the Bible mentioned the great city, the great city. At least three times, God himself mentioned the great city. Because God have no pleasure in the death of a sinner. My commitment my commitment. The book of Mark chapter 16 verse 15, when, when, when Joshua was about to depart, you know, one of his last message to his disciples was that they should go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. And this commission or this mission has been given to us as well. If we are saved, if we are believers, this is our life mission. And we have to do it. Very very quickly, I'm going to be speaking to us on that three points. And then we'll go and pray. The great city, that's the first point. The great cry, that's the second point. And then the great commitment. Let's start with the first point. The great city. The great city. You know, God himself mentioned the great city at least three times in the book of Jonah. For example, in Jonah chapter 1 verse 2. Jonah chapter 1 verse 2, the Bible says, Arise. Go to Nineveh, that great city. Look at that. And Jonah chapter 3 verse 2. Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city. And Jonah chapter 4 verse 11. And should I not pity Nineveh, that great city. This was God mentioning three times that Nineveh was a great city. Because God has pleasure. In that city. Because God loved the people of that city. And that was why God was ready to send Jonah to that great city. 
Now, in the in the in in in, in the city of Nineveh, according to the theologians, there were at least between between like almost six hundred people living in that city, and most of our most of our cities today we have between one to ten million people in our city. But if I were to ask us how many people are saved, how many people are saved? Because because when we talk about great city. Let, let me give us some of the attributes of great city. For example, great city is a place of crime. Our great city, that, that is where there is crime. A day will not pass when somebody will not be shot because of high level of crime. Great city is also a place of conflict. All kinds of conflict. That's why the, the, the number one, they receive calls. They receive more calls from our great cities because of conflict. Sometimes there's conflict between husband and wife. Sometimes there's conflict between parents and their children. Even conflict among friends. I was just watching on Facebook the other day and I, I saw a man, you know, he went in, this happened in Texas. He went to pick up his son from his ex-wife's house. And the, the, the stepfather of that son was the one that attended to him. And they, they, they got into arguments, and before we know it, they, they, you know, they shot each other because of conflict. There's conflict in Great City. Then when we talk about Great City, it is a place of highest corruption. It's a place of corruption. Corruptions, political corruptions, business corruptions, and all kinds of all kinds of drug deals happens in Great City. Then when we talk about Great City, it is a place of carnality. Many you know, many people who live in the city are kinda sinners. It's a place of carnality. When we talk about great city, not, not to mention only, only bad things, it's also a place of commercial. It's a commercial center. For example, the city of New York is a commercial center. The city of Philadelphia is a commercial center. Most of the cities where, where we have the, the, the airport or the seaport, these are place of, of, of commerce. But but that being said, and this are, you know, there are many good things that attract people to great cities, and because of many good things that attract people to great cities, great cities have highest population, and God is also interested in great cities, because I've 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 had evangelists, I've had preachers saying that oh all the men of God they should not go to the city, let them go to the village, no 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 God is also interested in great cities, because because when we look at it. Cities are occupied by human beings, not by animals. The same way villages are occupied by human beings, that is the same way people occupy great cities. So, and God, as much as God is interested in the villagers, God is also interested in people that live in great cities, especially because of all, some of the things I've mentioned, the crime, the conflict, the corruption, the carnality, and all kinds of evil that takes place in great cities. And that was why God told Jonah, I'm sending you to that great city, the city of Nineveh. I pray that God will give us, God will open our eyes. To begin to see how we can evangelize our great city. I pray God will give us the grace to, to do that. The same way God told Paul in Acts chapter 18 verse 9 and 11. The Bible says, Now the Lord spoke to Paul in the night by a vision, saying, Do not be afraid, but speak and do not keep silence. And look at verse 11. And he continued there a year and six months, teaching the word of God among them. 
This was when God called Paul to go to a city. Then number two, because of our time, the great cry. The great cry. God told Jonah, said, go to that city and cry out against it. <laughs> and look at what look at look at look at look at what Jonah did. Look at what Jonah did. The Bible says, then Jonah began to enter into the city. This is Jonah chapter 3, verse 4. On the first day of the of the walk, then he cried out. Look at that. He cried out because Jonah was telling them that the city of Nineveh, God is after you. If you don't repent, judgment is coming. Now, I want us to know that part of the evangelistic message is the message of judgment. Although there is also a message of love, but there is also a message of judgment. God is a loving father, but God also is a great judge. God loves sinners, but God hates sins. Yes, God hates sins. So that was why they, they know that we are talking about great cry. God told um, uh, uh, Jonah, he said, go and cry out. Go and cry out. Don't just be speaking the, the fluent English. Cry out against them. That if they don't repent, judgment is coming. Judgment is coming. And I want us to know that judgment has already come. Coronavirus is a judgment. And many people are dying left and right. And this is a cry. This is one of the cry. God has been using men to cry, but people are not listening. Now, God permitted COVID-19, and COVID-19 is crying out loud, but people are still not obedient. We need to cry out more, because judgment is coming. We don't know the next thing that will happen, but judgment is coming. The book of Mark, chapter 16, verse 15, Jesus Christ told his disciples, he said unto them, Go ye into all the world, and preach the gospel to every creature, every creature, man, women, young adult, uh, female, you know, political people, every creature, preach to them, preach to them about the love of Christ. The book of Acts chapter 8, Acts chapter 8 verse 5, the Bible said, Then Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached Christ unto them. What we are to preach is Christ. What we are to preach is the love of Christ. What we are to preach is also the pending judgment that is coming on the world if people fail to repent. And look at what happened in verse 8 of Acts chapter 8. And there was great joy in that city. I want us to know that the more we cry out about the love of God, the more we cry out about the pending judgment, the more we cry out and people repent, there will be great joy. Because most of our cities, there, there is all kinds of sorrow, all kinds of sadness. But if we can bring the gospel of Christ to them, there will be great joy. And then number three, as we round up, because I want us to go and pray. The great commitment. The great commitment. I want us to know that when God gave Jonah the second chance, Jonah did not misuse it. He was committed to it. He was committed to it. Look at what the Bible says in Jonah chapter 3 from verse uh, two to four. The Bible says, "Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and preach to it the message that I tell you." Look at verse three. So Jonah arose and went to Nineveh. He didn't waste time, according to the word of the Lord. And God is asking us also to be committed to that commission too. This is our life mission, and we have to do it. We have to be committed to it. We must not give excuse. You know, in Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 7, when God called Jeremiah, Jeremiah, you know, Jeremiah told God, he said, I'm a, I'm a youth. And God said to him, he said, do not say I'm a youth. For you shall go to 
to, to her, to whom I shall send you, and whatever I command you, you shall speak. And Titus chapter 1 verse 9, you know, Paul speaking to, to, to Titus, he said, Holding fast the faithful word, as he has been taught, that he may be able by sound doctrines, both to exhort and to convince those who are contradicting, those who are contradictory. So we are supposed to take the message. We are supposed to be committed to it. You know, you know Paul was speaking in, uh, I believe this is First Corinthians chapter, I believe this is First Corinthians chapter nine verse sixteen. You know, Paul, you know, Paul speaking there. He, he, he said, "Necessity is laid upon me, for woe is unto me if I preach not the gospel." So we we have to be committed to it. We have to be committed to it. And I pray that as we, as, we, as we commit ourselves to this great commission, the Lord will give us the grace and the power to execute it. In the name of Jesus. I pray that the Lord will even give us the wisdom to do it in the name of Jesus. In conclusion, how are we supposed to do it? Number one, we are supposed to do it diligently. That will show our commitment. Then we are supposed to do it on a daily basis. On our Facebook page. Let's write, let's post something about the gospel. Let's post something that can change some, some people's heart. Let's post something that will talk about Christ. We can do it on a daily basis. Then we are supposed to do it devotedly. We are supposed to be devoted to it. We are supposed to do it with determination. We are supposed to do it without delay. And we are also supposed to do it delightfully. I pray as we do so, God will help us in the name of Jesus. I want us to go and pray. We are going to lift up our voice unto God this morning. I say, Father, in the name of Jesus, help me to be committed to my life mission. In the mighty name of Jesus, help me, help me. You know, many of us, we, we pray, we pray for our problem to be solved. That is good. But there is a bigger problem happening to the world right now. And if we don't cry out, judgment is coming. I want us to open our mouth and say, Lord, the grace to be committed to my life mission. Release it upon me. In the name of Jesus. Let's open our mouth. Let's open our mouth. Lord, we ask that you will give us the grace to be committed to our life mission. In the mighty name of Jesus. To be diligent about doing it. To be delightful about doing it. To do it on daily basis. To do it with determination. Lord, release that grace upon us. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to pray for our cities. We are going to cry unto God and say, Lord, let our cities be delivered from violence, from crime, from murder, from addiction, from failure. In the name of Jesus, let's open our mouth. Let's open our mouth. Lord, we pray for our cities. I call Lord, let our cities be delivered from crime, from addictions, from all kinds of violence. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to pray because every city has a principality. And let me tell us this. Most of the crimes and all kinds of evil that take place, they are sponsored by the principality, the money principality over that city. You know, and the principality over, over a city will determine the major crime in that city. If the principality there is, is a spirit of, of violence, there will be violence. If the principality there is a spirit of Sodom and Gomorrah, there will be all kinds of, 
all kinds of abominable things happening there. I want us to pray. We are going to cry unto God and say in the name of Jesus, we, 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 we come against every principality of the city where we live. The money principality in the city where I live. I command in the name of Jesus, be dethroned by fire. In the name of Jesus, let's open our mouth. Let's open our mouth. We have been given power and authority over every demonic forces to cast them out. I want us to open our mouth and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, the demonic principalities operating over the city where I live. This morning, let your fire destroy them. In the name of Jesus, Lord, destroy them by fire. Let their kingdom be scattered by fire. In the name of Jesus, destroy them by fire. Destroy them by fire. Detroned them by fire in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. The book of Matthew, chapter 6. One of the prayers that Jesus taught his disciples is, Let thy kingdom come. I want us to open our mouth and say, Lord, in our cities, in our homes, in every family, let your kingdom come. In the name of Jesus, establish your kingdom. Open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, let your kingdom come. Let every kingdom of darkness scatter by fire. In the name of Jesus, in every home, in our society, in every schools, on the media. Lord, let your kingdom come. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to lift up our voice. We are going to cry unto God and say, Lord, let the light of the gospel shine unto the heart of the people of my cities. In the name of Jesus, Lord, shine your light of the gospel upon them. Shine the light of the gospel into their heart. In the name of Jesus, let the spirit of confusion, let the spirit of darkness that has taken over their heart be cast out. In the name of Jesus, let's open our mouth. Let's open our mouth. We pray for the people of the city where we live. Lord, shine the light of the gospel into their heart. In the name of Jesus Christ, let them be delivered from ignorance. Let them be delivered from confusion. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. I want us to lift up our voice because we are the one that God will use. God will not use angels. Even though there are many angels in heaven, when it comes to salvation, God uses human beings, not angels. I want us to lift up our voice and say, Father Lord, the wisdom and the power to do my life mission. To be committed to my life mission. Lord, release it upon me this morning. In the name of Jesus, help me to do it. Even from this morning henceforth. The wisdom and the power. We have to do it because Christ will soon come. And when we get to heaven, we are only going to be rewarded. For the numbers of souls that we win. So if we die without winning any soul, what will be our reward in heaven? I want us to open our mouth and say, Lord, the wisdom and the power that I need to do this life mission. Lord, release it upon me. Make me a soul winner. In my family, make me a soul winner. In my community, make me a soul winner. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. And lastly, I want us to open our mouth and say, Lord, as I go on the journey of this week, Lord, let your presence go with me. In the name of Jesus, let every closed doors be opened unto me. In this week, in the name of Jesus, in this week, prosper the work of my hand. In this week, protect me and my family from all danger, from all evil. In the name of Jesus, in this week, oh God, 
Let blessing locate me. Let favor locate me. Let purpose of destiny locate me. In the name of Jesus, let me be protected from all danger. In the name of Jesus, Lord, as we go in the journey of this week, let your power be released upon us. In the name of Jesus, we shall walk in dominion over sickness, over satanic power, and over every evil spirit. In the name of Jesus, we shall return with testimony. In Jesus' mighty name, we are afraid. Say, to partners you come.